Welcome to People Bring Profit into the Storm of Hospitality, where our goals are to walk you into the storm of this business to give you the confidence to win. My name is Chris Alexa, CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimberly Alexa, and Justin Smith, both part of our executive and leadership team. We came from nothing. Now we own and operate 15 restaurants over six different unique brands and many more to come. We're doing over 40 million per year in revenue and we wanna share how we did it with you. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Welcome back guys. Welcome back to our podcast here today. People bring profit into the storm of hospitality. Thanks for joining us. This is a topic again that, you know, we're gonna kind of go back to some stuff that we talked about in a couple of the others that we threw these isms out. And that's what people always ask us. And, and especially people that work for us are like, man, these isms and it's criticisms. And I, you know, I, I heard that word a long time ago because I used to coach little league football. And as I coached little league football, you know, I was, you know, I had some great kids, but they were five, six, seven, eight, nine, and as they grew up and but, you know, I'd always try to teach them the game of football. And it was so hard to explain to a kid to block down or block this way. And I remember the first one I learned was, okay, I need you to block downhill. Like, what, what means downhill? I was like, well, the mountain water runs downhill. So block downhill, the mountain goes downhill. And I'd always say little things like that, and they, and they caught on to it. They're like, oh, that's easy. Because every time during a game when they'd forget, I'm like, block, water goes downhill. The center is the valley. The tackle is the is the mountain. So then they they picked up on it, and then that just changed who I was. You were part of that, Kim, with me. And parents yeah. would make jokes like criticisms, and they'd yeah. always say, "Come up with these criticisms." And still today, kids come and say, "Coach, I loved how you always taught me this," and and that's carried over. And I think that that's important to us. And as we talk about this today, it's kind of your DNA. Yeah. As a leader, and as you guys are out there, you have to find a way to share your vision or share what's in your brain without having to spend 30 minutes typing an email or writing a letter or taking too much of your people's time in the field. And you just got to kind of say a couple words of isms, and it really helps them understand who you are and what the company is. And as leaders, and I, I feel like in a visionary, you have to do that. As a, as a leader, entrepreneurs, but not just me, you know, and that's something I'm hearing y'all say more and, and y'all are running with it. And I, I'm anxious to get into this topic because y'all could probably list a thousand you've heard from me before. And, uh, but I'm anxious to hear what you have because me as the leader or the visionary, when I hear y'all say so, it inspires me too. And you guys out in the field, your people, you know, I always said this, surround yourself with smart people. Smarter than you. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it all. And if you think you can do it all, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Now, if you want to own one restaurant or one little business, go ahead, do it. But if you want to own more, you better put some good people around you. But so isms, yeah. you know, I, I'll say this for right now. We've said this before. One of mine, I'm going to throw it out there. We heard it before. Every rock's in its place. And truly, when you explain to a manager, those landscaping rocks, they're right in that spot. If we can make sure every morning they're in their spot. I guarantee there's not going to be a Coke bottle out in the parking lot. The windows should be clean. Things like that. And that's what it goes back to. If you can teach yourself to throw these words out there and spend some time on it, I promise you it won't be hard. If you look at yourself, look who you are, look how you were built, look what your future wants to be like, what kind of father, mother, whoever, mm -hmm. I guarantee you come up with a lot. 
you know? So, you know, that's one of the ones that's really important to me. I think another one that's really, really important to me is Into the Storm. Mm-hmm. And, we, and that's part of our podcast name. I mean, what's that mean? It's it's just taking its whole, that ism mm-hmm. is that I really have driven kind of through that is is rolled into building machines. And that's been our, you know, it's in our conference room, posted all over, it's on our shirt, posted all over. And what's that mean? You know, again, into the storm. That means personal to me because when I heard the Buffalo story, what it meant, personal, and, you know, y'all don't know this yet, but you will learn it more, you know, going through a personal challenge of going through cancer 12 years ago mm-hmm. and, you know, tackling some issues that I have personally now that I'm dealing with in health. It's into the storm and it's not easy. Yeah. Sometimes it's not, but you have to keep your head down and go forward. And when you teach your staff that and your, 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 your team, your herd, they can understand a little bit more to that. So that's what's important to me. Let me hop in there real quick yeah. because the visionary, the isms are always so easy. Your, your list, we can follow you all the time. You, you, we follow the vision. But I think for me as, as an operator, is the, uh, an ism for me that, that's hard to list out is I'm constantly being a student and I'm constantly, when I work with my leaders or I'm speaking with people, I always want them to walk away from the conversation and have something of value. Yeah. I always want to challenge them, no matter how good they are whether, or what level of I'm coaching, I want them to walk away and go, hmm, maybe I should read that chapter or hmm, maybe I should go invest some time into that person or maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to the guest, so I'm going to go spend a little bit more time with them. So being a student for me always, no matter what level of the organization you are, is an ism. And that could be through personal development and leadership training and reading and, and looking at your others. It can be for conversations that you're having, you know, at the store with folks. But I, I believe that uh, an ism for me is I'm always forever going to be a student. I'm going to be a student for myself and I'm going to challenge myself to try to be the smartest person in the room. And what that means is I'm the most prepared and researched. And I feel as though I'm very confident to have a conversation about the topic at hand because the result of that is people, when you get in positions of power, they, they have to listen to you and they have to follow that herd. And then I just, um, I cascade that down and, and being a student for me that's not an ism that people can follow, but it's a style. They can they can look at, um, man, Justin's always got a book on his desk. Why does he do that? Yeah. Well, I'll have all the answers. And I, I constantly want to challenge myself to make sure that people get a really appropriate, researched, respectful conversation. What, what I love about that is, is and, and it, you know, both of y'all are probably this way. My isms are probably you're thrown out there to the public or to people or to train or to, to lead my team. Your isms sound like it's your personalism. Like I want to be the smartest people in the room. That is your ism to yourself. And you live by that. When you're speaking in front of a lot of folks and, and you know, they have to take your orders and, and run with them. You, you do want to take that approach and be as researched as possible because it it, it, it matters. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, and for me, it gives me a level of comfort because speaking in front of people is not easy for me. Speaking mm. to people I don't know is not easy for me. And when I approach it in a certain way of just being researched, asking peers, asking the visionary, asking the accountability master, like what – what can I do to prepare for this? So when that time does come that I'm given that grand speech or given that grand coaching moment, I'm prepared with whichever which way that conversation can go. Um, that means a lot to me as being an introverted person. Yeah, and I think isms for me, honestly, is a quick, short way to pour into those around me that I am leading for them to get my vision in a one or two line liner yeah. to know, okay, 
If I say failure is not an option, it's just the pathway to success, they know. That's enough. They know that's enough. Like, okay, even though I may make a mistake, she's going to recognize that I made the mistake, but I'm going to, I can redo this and get better or, or whatever it may be. So for me, it's just a quick, sure way of pouring into our team and them buying into our isms. So like when you like, post a social or just send a text to one of your you know, guys underneath you, one of your business coaches, you're meeting with those guys, just a little text or an email or just a, a call or a post, people pick up on that right away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for me, like, I'm very biblical driven. So I point out things that are in the Bible, like Habakkuk um, 2.2, and it says, write down your vision and let those read it. And so that that's why I'm so inbreded in company meetings and making sure that we strategize, we stick to our script, because that's just my roots. That's where I go. So for me, people know that that's Kim's ism. Because, you know, we as visionary of the company, we're always listening and hearing your isms. But a lot of times in the support office, we don't get to share our isms because— it's not our role, right? Yeah. It's just our role in those immediate people that we are leading so that they know how we lead our company. I see it too. And it's, it's crazy you bring that up because if there's a meeting at 9 o'clock, yeah. who's in there at 9 o'clock, laptop open, oh, yeah. and ready to go? And yeah. at 9.03, yeah. you know, we're, we're scrambling to get in there. So like timeliness, meetings, you know, corralling folks, This she, she corrals the herd all of the time. And that's totally an ism for you. And yeah. in even the 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 high-level points that you make. I mean, we had a conversation the other day. I think another awesome-ism for you is just being able to wear the hat and have a company mindset all of the time and protecting the herd and saying, hey, have yes. you thought about the the repercussion of what you're doing from a, a company perspective? Hey, it's awesome, but you should wear this hat and think of it from these three different ways before you approach that combo. And you give people in a couple lines the ability to walk away think about it, process, and come up with a plan that still has elements of awesomeness, but then protects the company. And I'm constantly, especially in leadership, you have got to make sure that everything you're doing wears multiple hats and there's a company safety perspective. There's all kinds of things that go into that. And you, um, your ism is you have the ability to do that in just a couple sentences sometimes. Yeah. It's because my, that's the way my brain works. I, I work, my brain works in a cube. So I always constantly look at all sides of the cube. And, and that's just how I approach everything that I do. Right. The, we got glass company. half full, glass half empty. 50, Those yeah. are isms. I mean, and that's <laughs> yeah. it. But the, you, <laughs> it is funny. It's funny that I, I throw that out there yeah. sometimes yeah. In, in, in the meetings and people understand what I'm saying. But then I get home and Kim's like, I'm tired of being half full. Uh, you know, or half empty. It's You're exhausting. always. I want to live yeah. with you in that world, but that's that's an ism, and and it's just. Um, but you know, it's interesting, Kim, that you say that because you know you don't throw them out there as much, but right. you have them on your personal mind, in your level, and in the people that you lead. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess as leaders, we should accept that. But you know, I, I would think that you know I want to challenge you to throw them back at me because I want to know that. Yeah. Because I can utilize that even to learn more. So as we have these open conversations more, I would love to hear y'all's because I know I say mine a lot. And, you know, I know Justin's come to me and said, where did you ever come up with that one? It's like, that's just, it was just came out. And I think we all have those and you're bit, very biblical. And to hear that one, now I know you, I've been married to you for a long, long time. And we've yeah. been business partners for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And just hearing that, that's what I love about this is yeah. we, we get to open up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Here's one. We, we work in a support office and uh, an ism for me that an old mentor said all of the time is like, how does this impact the guest? Like everything we do should have an impact on our guests. We're in the business of hospitality. Yeah. And yeah. you always have to ask yourself, it's like, what are we doing here? And as a company, I think we do a really, really good job at that, but we don't always ask that question. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Does this impact the you know, the, the person grabbing a drink or getting some hot, fresh food right now, and, and how does it impact them? Or does it impact the manager that's at the store right now, you know, saving them time and yeah. giving them more time with their guests? So that's an ism for me that I don't always talk about. I don't, yeah. but I promise you, every single thing we do here at the office, I'm constantly going, does this impact the guest or does it not? And, yeah. and how does it impact the guest? But I don't do a good enough job, you know, vocalizing that, I guess. I just run, run, run. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that, that, that's awesome-ism that you can easily share with your leadership team that's in the field. It's like, hey, do we need to replace this? Hey, do we need—is it impacting the guest? I mean, is your, is, your, is your fryer down? And a store that's super, super busy, you got a fryer down, it's like, whoa. I mean, you just cut off 20% of your productivity in the restaurant, and you're already packed as it is. So that's important because I think when we go back in the field and we talk to these guys like, well, I'm struggling here. Well, did, did, does that impact the guest? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Then why didn't we fix it? Why didn't you call? Well, it's, it's not under, it's it's not in our budget. Well, you could have came to the support office, could have came to Kim. If it impacted the guests, well, we could have fixed that. We could have altered that budget. Yeah. And don't be afraid to use your isms. And like for, for me personally, and in my position, when I sit with a bank and we're going over loan processing and, and borrowing of money and everything, they know, my bankers that deal with me know that no is an obstacle for us. Yeah. It, it's not an option. Yeah. So they know ahead of time, Kimberly's going to ask. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. And I get ready for the no, but that doesn't stop us yeah. as a company. We just continue to plow forward, and we meet in the middle sometimes. But that's an ism in my mind where— I'm comfortable with. Yeah, you, and it's it's something you set right at the bar because I'd still know. Yeah. I'll I'll see some of these guys or they'll email me like, "Hey, we just left the office, and we know Kim's probably not going to accept that." I'm like, you know that, you, yeah. you know that. So you better come back with something she wants. I've seen it. Hey, you know, on Thursday, I need this by Friday because we're going to do something awesome for an employee. And instantly in my head, I was like, "There's no way we can do that." And because of your ism, I, it was like, no, no, no. The response needed to be, how do we get, how do we rally the herd and get creative and make it happen? Yes. So that leadership style is totally an ism for you because you do not accept no. You're looking for someone around you, and especially the folks that you surround yourself to be creative in solutions. Yes. Yes. So th this this is important because you know isms aren't just motivational, right? Yeah, right. They're they're your DNA. That is. They're who you are. And, and like what you're saying right now, we know you're stern. We know you have, uh, you know, this is your points. This is what you're going to stick to. We know you're very biblical on that. Mm -hmm. So I guarantee you, you bring anybody on this guest panel that works for us, they're going to say that about you. Yeah. Kim's to the point. There's no gray. Mm -hmm. It's very biblical. Mm -hmm. And she is so nice to us. Yeah. You, know? you always know where you stand. Yeah. And, th and that takes a lot of anxiety and fear out of the workplace. Oh, yeah. If you always know where you stand with someone and they're consistent, uh, you can be tough. Yeah. 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 And I think that's where a lot of people think just because isms are, you know, you just got to be a great leader and, and isms, you got to be, it's got to be positive. I mean, it just has to be who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very important. You know, uh, you know we, we go back to our isms and, you know, this is one of the things that I've, I've met with 
you know, managers before are, you know, guys are really down on themselves and like, well, you know, I, I messed up. It's a bad shift. And, and we make this ism a lot. And I use this one. And this is more motivational part of it. When I said, hey, I don't, I, if you didn't try, that's not what we want. We want you to try to do this. And, but if you fail, just fail forward. Fall forward. Yeah. You know, fall yeah. forward, fail forward. It's, yeah. but when they hear that, it's like, wait a minute. Yes. To me, you tried, but I'd rather you do that than not try anything. Yeah. Right. And then so, but if you if you fell backwards because mm-hmm. you didn't try, you know, you were short staffed that day, or Friarwood broke down that day, or something happened that that you just but you just froze. So fell forward, and that's one that they pick up on. Then I see them a lot. Like, hey, I'm failing forward, and I yeah. say yes, and I'll still give you a high five. It, it wasn't the best, but at least you tried. Right. Yeah. So I think those isms can do so much more for your team. Some are really directed towards your leadership and then some are directed down to the the herd down there at the very bottom. Maybe a cashier or somebody that's working for you You could just say, hey, you tried. I get it. You you did everything possible that you could do, but we missed a little bit. But at least we're happy you tried. Hey there, before we get back to the show, we just want you to know that if you enjoy the podcast and would like to actually see our faces on screen, you can also find us on YouTube. Check out the link in the description and we hope to see you there too. I think there's a nugget for like the the whole idea of we're always supporting folks. So like we don't perceive ourselves as a corporate office. We're a support office. We're here to support their jobs, support the guests, support the process, come up with awesome ways for them to do their jobs. So that that pivot and that ism that we made, you know, kind of as if we rolled out Aspire to Be has, has been a big adjustment because there's a mindset of, oh, my goodness, I need to email corporate or, oh, my goodness, there's this wall between us and corporate. We're, we support them. That they, They're the ones out there in the field and the front line. And being a support office is a, is a really big ism that all of us take to heart. But we, we don't talk about that, you know, all the time either. So that's a that's a nugget. If you're thinking of a way to connect with with your teams, you know, call what you guys are at your office, what you're yeah. actually doing. Yeah. And if you can't call yourself a support office, you're probably not yeah. supporting them. Well, you know, that was a change that <laughs> yeah. we made yeah. because we yeah. were corporate. We were considered the corporate office, but we made that change to, as a support office. And and just making that conscious effort to change that one, one word, word resonated Throughout the field, throughout, yeah. on down to our hour, hourlies. Yeah. 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 And that's important too. That it's just the word sometimes it to is. guys out, out there, you're listening to this. It's, it's, it, you don't have to too, put too much thought into it, but just think how you would feel, right? Yeah. Like, how would you feel? And, and, and whatever it's in your heart that you want to say or comes out or, you know, write these down and then think about future on the other side. What if you heard your leader say this to you mm-hmm. or this word to you? What would it mean to you? And I think it's important that, and I think that's what's a culture builder too. I mean, aspire to be. I mean, yeah. it's like changing support office from corporate to support, aspire to be. That's an ism yeah. because you just said our company name. You're posting our company name, and that's what it is. And, you know, we yeah. have a, we, it, I love that because we have a, a great friend of ours, our best friends forever, and their son is an awesome running back for us. And and we're so proud of him. He's a junior football player. And, you know, our kids finish football, so we still – we got to go watch our girl cheer. Yeah. But we're both football parents. It, but it's like, hey, we're still watching the cheer. But after every game, we go down and give him big hugs. And every time he sees him, Jess, I don't know if you – got to come down with it. He's like – 
Chris, Chris, I'm aspiring to be more. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And he's yeah. every yeah. time he does that, and it, that just to me like kicks in. It's like, okay, it's an ism, it's a name, it's a word, and it's it's challenging this young man to be a better running back, maybe a better future, what he wants to do in the future. So it's really cool. So uh, that, that that's an important that thing. So with both of y'all, is there like a golden nugget, like a, a, a most special ism that you've heard or that you use that's to you? I, I've got like two that come to mind. So the, the, the ism for me that I'm when in everything that I do is I'm always trying to make things more simple and more intense. And we say that just the whole idea of simplify and intensify. And I think in really hard problems and especially in leadership, you're dealing with a whole lot of information at one time and having to make good decisions. It's never bad to make things simple and make them intense and go all in on them. And then the second piece, and this is my truism, is I'm always trying to make things that I like to do align with all facets of my life. So I like to have coffee. Is there a way that I can do that with my family? that I can do it with my kids and I can also do it with the folks at work because the reality is my ism is I love what I do and I yeah. love work. So love what you do. And then if you can get really good alignment and have good family time, good kid time, if you have them, and then also pour into folks, you know, call it on your off time mm -hmm. um, and, and lead and, you know, and pour into them. And, and really the, the secret nugget there is find out where they need help. Don't push on them where you think they need help. So if they're struggling in life, work with them. Them on I like life. That. If you're if they're struggling um, with labor in their store, work with them on labor in the store. Yeah. If they want to become a leader for you one day, start reading leadership books and just navigating them through how to have a template, mm -hmm. show up to a place on time. And that's something that I'm spending a ton of time in, and it's a truism for me. And I don't see it as a task. I don't, you know, I don't mind. I see it as a challenge to me of just how much can I possibly pour into everybody and anybody all of the time and back to the beginning of it and have them walk away with something of value? Yeah. Did that actually work? Yeah. Did they actually gain something or was that a waste of time? You have to ask yourself that. So yeah. uh, that that's mine. I, yeah, this, I like those that. Are awesome. And how you pour into people because I feel like we actually work for people, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. They're the ones that keep us employed. Oh, and so amen. For, for me, I've always... If the good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away, and that really keeps me humbled as a owner, founder, entrepreneur. And so that humbles me on a daily basis. Now, do I ace it every day? Absolutely not. But I try my best to stay connected so that I can share that love and I can pour that love in others. And so yeah. you asked me the, my two isms, that's it. That's that, it. That, that, that's yeah, we my foundation. That, and and that, that's important. You got to have a foundation. And as you're out there, you know, struggling, starting out, and just trying to look at different nuggets that you can do to bring into your company to help. I feel like this is a great starting point. Oh, yeah. And if you're really struggling, like, I hear this word culture. I see these culture. I see these companies doing this. You, to, to really find that culture in yourself, you got to go find who you are and how you want to lead and how, and you could change that, man. I'm telling you, I wasn't the leader that I am today. I'm not. I watched a lot of great leaders mm -hmm. and not so great, mm -hmm. you know, and I took a bit of each. Well, and, what's what's yours? Because, oh. I mean, you, you asked us ours and, and, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I would think we we both are pretty in tune with, with uh, Chris, yeah, yeah. but w w w yeah. what's yours? You know, I yeah. think, you know, I think this was when I, when I say I changed as a leader because I've always watched and, you know, I, I had the opportunity of, of working for different people that, that weren't the best. 
the way they treated the people and in, in, in the kind of way they treated me. And But then I still admired them because they were leaders or business people or what. But you would take a little nugget from each. It's like you built the Lego man, kind of like this is the perfect who I want to be. But then again, I, I, I don't, okay, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like that who I am. Mm-hmm. Take that part out. Put it back. You could always constantly change. So I think I'm going to this part. One of the biggest isms, I think that there's two that I really go, that's bound in me. And, and, and it's one that's kind of changed me and humbleized me after some, you know, things in my life that's happened is, it, again, it's, it's um, we're not building castles. You know, your company, you might think's a castle and it might be your personal castle. And you think of a castle, you put a moat around it. So I said, we're not building castles with moats. Mm-hmm. You know, we tore that down. We filled in the moat. Because you think a castle. You know, okay, you're building your network, you're building your company. Right. It sounds cool, grand. Tells, yeah, you but, pump it but up. What happens it, yeah. when a castle, like when it gets attacked? Yeah. You know, they pull the drawbridge. drawbridge. Yeah. Yep. Everybody out. Everybody mm-hmm. only at a certain end, mm-hmm. and everybody's outside. And then here they hear the badness come. There's alligators to keep you from getting in the castle. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That's not a good, especially where we're at today in this world. You, you, and then you tear that down, fill it in. Guess what we're doing on this hill? We're building a moat. And when I tell our people that, we're building. I mean, build an art. No moats. No moats. We're filled in the moat. Yeah. Um, but you're building an art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people look at our, our leaders. I remember we had one that, you know, was, was a great member of our team a while back and left us uh, and for other opportunities, but came back and wanted to have coffee with me. And he, one of the things he said, too, before, um, you know, we just talked how he was doing and, and how things are going. He said, you know, one thing I've— I've seen a difference in the company and who we are and who you are. And and the, one of the things I really admired is you talked about building, taking, tearing down the castle and building the ark. He said, that's who I want to be. That's what I want to be. I said, that's what we do. Bring all the people in the ark. I mean, and they say the storm's not coming. It's coming no matter what it is in the hospitality, but it's coming all the time. But you protect your people. You bring them on board. Everybody's invited. You Boy, know? did our call this morning look like yeah. an arc when all our leaders are sitting on a herd update oh, and yeah. we're collaborating? I mean, it, that's, that, it. that's not a castle. No, yeah. that's that, not that, a castle. That's Everybody's arc. sitting yeah. there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sitting yeah. there. I actually took a picture of that. I have it too in my phone. I did. Yeah, I that's took crazy. a picture. Like, because everybody's yeah. in some kind of, one's in an office, one's yeah. over here, one's yeah. over here, and they're all wearing Aspire to be shirts. Felt like an arc. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, our boy Jake over there in Starbucks and Go over there, we delivered him a great shirt because they've been killing it, and he had that shirt on. Aspire to be more this morning. And I was so proud. Of, and I looked on the Starbucks camera. Everyone I'm having on shirt, the new shirts oh, on. Good. So that's 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 you're right. That is no castle. That is no castle. That's that's an that's an arc that we're building. But the main one that I think I go back to, you know, it's important to me um, is is I always say this: pay attention to the small things that most will never see. Mm-hmm. If we can teach our, our our people in the level of where the guests are at, because you sometimes you got to go, you got to walk outside. The, I used to tell our guys this: hey. I used to do this when I opened my first little Quiznos. I'd get it open, then I'd walk outside, and then I'd walk inside like a guest. Mm-hmm. What, what, what does it feel like to be a guest? You know? And if people would do that, like, okay, your, your store is open, your business open, whatever you're doing, go actually shop your website. Go shop your store. Go shop your business and see what it feels like to be a guest because you're getting like these, you know, these apps to, you know, order your food or get rewards. You don't really... Do you know, you're thinking, oh, it's great, but go be a guest. 
you know, yeah. and, and see how it feels. So when you teach your people that, I think what blew people away is I remember we were opening one of our stores and I, me and Kim got really frustrated with one because some of our managers don't see this, but you know, it's the small things that most business owners don't see is our sign at the door says we open at 11, right? And me and Kim would leave church and we're driving down church, leaving church, maybe we pass one of our restaurants and it's a 1059. And there's 30 people lined outside the door. And I, I get frustrated with like, hey, these people can't give us money. Unlock the door. Let's yeah. let them in. Yeah. And, and we fuss with that. We kind of, you know, we kind of like change it. And they, they, never, they would, then they would stop, and they would. Well, we opened 11, okay? So then we were opening a new store. I said, hey, we got a new thing here. It was our training thing. And I said, if we pay attention to the small things that most will never see, this is one of these. Mm-hmm. We're going to open the door at 1045. So I can change the sign on the door to 1045. Or we can keep it 11, but we're going to unlock that door at 1045. Because what business or what place can you go to anytime early and get a warm, shaking hand, a welcome, a cup of coffee? What is it? At There's, church. Yeah. At what? church. Yeah. Church says That's it starts it. at 10. Yeah. You can go there, I promise you, at 1030. There's going to be somebody probably there opening yeah. the door. They're going to greet you. Yeah. They're going to say, hey, coffee's over here. How are you doing today? You know, just give you a hug. Why can't we be that? So now we challenge our teams, 1045. We open 10. And it's funny, a lot of our team members will send, our, our managers will send us, hey, it's 1050 and we've already rang in $400 because these people came in and rushed. Yeah, paying but attention it, to the small detail is like not only a, a hospitality awesome thing, like there, there's a huge, you know, profit generator there oh, too. Like, holy crap, some of the sales we're doing before 10, that's, it's unreal. Sorry but that's to cut a, you. No, no, that, that's yeah. an ism that they caught on and it's in an analytical you know, painting a picture for them and they caught on to them. So I, I think that, you know, as, as you could look at your DNA and what things that you can do to better yourself, because it does give, it does, when you hear your isms, it makes you feel better, makes you feel better as a leader because you're, you're, you're learning as you go, vice versa with you. It's like you're learning as you go. And um, so I think it's important that you try to focus on that as your company, as you're building it out. Look at that. Yeah. It's one of the top pod. If I can say anything in a talk or a podcast would say, hey, find your DNA, come up with some isms for you and live by those. Put them on your shirt, put them on your business card, put them on your signature page, Proverbs 1423, big thing, you know, yeah. it's for us. So, um, but no, um, a great conversation, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you for um, it. Yeah, thank I think this is one of the topics that came up. We were sitting around talking, it's like, hey, this is one we need to kind of put to the top, right? This needs to be in our first season because this is kind of our DNA. And as we go, we learn more and we change them. Yeah. Or we add them. Build Build to them. Yeah. yeah build to Building them. blocks. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys for coming on here. Thank you too for, you know, being part of this. Again, um, go subscribe to our podcast. Make comments. We'd love to hear them and we'd love to talk about more topics that you might want to hear because we think we know it all. And we, but if there's some topics that we want to push up to the top, we will push them to the top. Okay. Yeah, thank you sure. guys. Appreciate cool. you. Cool.